Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of Bro Sapiens, and I'm here with the boy Big Bro A. Hey, how's it going, man? What's up, dude? We're back. We're back. Back at it. Weight loss update, bro. What you got? Weight loss update. 265 this morning, 265 flats, another pound and a half from last Thursday. So I should be down another two pounds per week by Monday. How about you? How about you? Oh, not too bad, man. I kind of gained some weight a little bit. Um, so I went down from 331 all the way to 317. And then that last podcast I recorded when I was feeling like crap. Uh, the next day, I got really fucking sick, bro. And then I ended up going to the to the to the CHC, the immediate care. Mm-hmm. And then they told me I had pneumonia. So, well, that's not. I mean, I've never had it, but from what I heard from stories, that's never fun, dude. It's yeah. And then I think because I've had a pulmonary embolism before, I have some scarring on my um, on my right lung. Well, then COVID scars too, right? That they're saying. I think so, but I was already screwed before that because of the pulmonary embolism. So. It's been hard, man. It's been hard to pick back up, and then I'm on a I'm on a I'm on a seven day I'm on a seven day round of amoxicillin, eight hundred and seventy five milligrams of pill, dude. That's some strong stuff, dude. Big old fucking horse pills, dude. Hold on your stomach, dude. Get rid of that good gut microbiome. Exactly. Yeah, it does. So you have to jump on. Then you have to jump on probiotics two did weeks. You did you learn that when your anxiety was kicking? A lot of that, yeah. yeah. And a lot of it just more on <laughs> a lot of just health research. I do, you know. I, I learned that shit by anxiety, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit. You have to eat yogurt and stuff to support like a healthy gut biome. And yeah. once you once you finish off around, they even have these things where you can do like uh, uh, antibiotic detoxes yeah. to introduce like healthy gut bacteria. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, it destroys it. But I know it sucks because I'll be finished tomorrow. I have one more to take today and one more to take tomorrow morning. And they say it stays in your system 24 hours. But, um, man, I was going to, I wanted to have some beers, bro, for the freaking, not mm. beers, but like cool, like seltzers and stuff, low carb seltzers. For Cinco the Drinko or what? Cinco the Drinko, for Canelo, for like Triple C, coming back. Dude, man, it's, it's so crazy. But, anyways, weight loss update. So I went down from 331 to 317, but, you know, I've been pounds. using. Yeah, but I've been using the excuse of, I mean, these things tear up my stomach, dude. They oh, yeah. completely tear up my stomach and I eat. And, you know, I, I, I try I tried like the first couple rounds with Jello and yogurt. And mm-hmm. It would just fuck me up, dude. So I used it as an excuse to have chorizo burritos. And <laughs> uh, with potatoes? Know, yes, sir. Potatoes, chorizo and potatoes. Bacon. I think that's one of the most. I, I don't know if it's underrated or not, but that's one of the best combos, I think. Oh, my God. No question, dude. Oh, chorizo and potatoes. It, and then some cotija yeah, cheese. I love it. And with cotija cheese. Oh, oh man, yeah, I love it, dude. I mean, sinalbur, sinalbur. Eh? I love chorizo, dog. Sinalbur, sinalbur. Chorizo, yeah, dude, <laughs> fucking bomb, dude. And I don't know, bro. Like, sale bien with everything, dude. Uh, oh. with, with, don't make no fucking, don't be bullshit, no jokes, guys. Come on, chorizo <laughs> fits with everything, dog. Chorizo goes with everything. Everything. You can put it with papas. You can put it with huevos, sinalbur. Beans, beans, tacos, quesadillas, whatever. Oh my god, dude! I saw these things. You could have it with fish, dude. It's gonna be good. Oh, I know. Me and Ashley made these really good things in the backyard. Um, We made a crunch chorizo crunch wraps. Is that what I saw on the story the other day? Uh, it was a couple. It was a month or so ago. Oh, yeah, no. we. What? Yeah, it was a month or two ago. On the Blackstone, huh? Yes, sir, dude. That Blackstone has been. Dude, my Blackstone. I haven't used it in 
I want to say f- like five months, and I thought I covered it good, did everything, but went out there. It's got a little some spots here and there. I feel like as hard as you try, you still gotta keep it up. You know, gotta keep up the maintenance. I love my blackstone though, dude. I got the 36 inch griddle, man. I think it's the same one you have. I think you put it in work, dude. You feel like a hibachi guy out there. So I can imagine with the chorizo, but maybe that's why your grill doesn't get so unseasoned. Maybe the chorizo can might be the trick. I try to season mine with butter, or even sometimes like some ghee, and or al pastor. Al pastor works on there good too. But for tacos, man, or actually now that I think about it, maybe that is what messed up my grill. The last time I used it was we made a lot of rice on there, a lot. So I think that might have dried it out. Who knows? Maybe I just need to keep a tub of lard with me out there and just lather her up before I put her away. Pause on that one. <laughs> yeah, man. So how were those tacos? They were hella good or what? Yeah, they weren't bad. They weren't bad, dude. It's sorry, dude. I had some def- technical difficulties here. Am I giving you some? Yeah, no, they weren't bad. It was it was pretty good. It's for me what I've noticed that works for my blackstone. You go out there, I have it covered. I bought a cover for it so to keep it to protect it somewhat from the elements. Yeah. But um, what really helped, dude. I don't know how you... I know they sell, like, this Blackstone seasoning bullshit. They sell you those, like, fucking... That you put on they sell you, like, this rock now, a brick. It looks like the ones you use on the bottom of your feet when you shower. Oh, man, that's just <laughs> fucking weird. They, they, they have a bunch of stuff on on Amazon and stuff. i seen some guy who just says, literally, ladder that thing in a thin film of lard, and you're good to go. I kind of believe that, you know? You know what I did, bro, and I haven't seasoned it since? I mean, I seasoned it another time, but how long have I had it? I had a two long years? time ago, dude. Yeah. Two Christmases ago is when I got it. It's going on three? Yeah. And you know what I did? So this is this is how I la- this is how I conditioned my blackstone. So I got it all ready. I freaking burned the shit out of uh, out of the out of the base that it had at first. Mm-hmm. And then after it got incredibly hot and started smoking, I applied one layer of um of of corn oil. Mm-hmm. And I let the corn oil burn all the way through. I mean, all the way through. I must have. Yeah. I must have wasted about a gallon, thirty percent of the propane tank, just fucking uh, seasoning the shit out of it. Yeah. So I let the the first, I let the first, uh, I let the first coat burn, and then I grabbed another coat. Like that shit. <laughs> I'm thinking of Scary Movie 2. You're burn like Usher, dude. No, you ever seen the scene in Scary Movie 2? The guy who has a little hat when he's stuffing the turkey, he goes, Stuff the shit out of <laughs> This is my strong Dude. My I gems. Was, <laughs> I was thinking about the fucking part when he says, I stuffed the shit out of it. <laughs> but no, I, I fucking, um, I burnt the shit out of it. And then you pl- apply another coat of vegetable oil corn oil any oil could work they say what's the what's the other one the coconut oil there's canola coconut yeah they say canola oil is better but either or shit works whatever i mean and then you let that shit burn and then you add another one let it burn and then i added four coats to mine takes like an hour huh if yeah 30 to 40 minutes dude takes a long time yeah i did that bro and then what i did was after that I applied more oil to it, and then I just kind of let that burn, and I let it sit for a while. And then the next day, bro, it created this beautiful, just even black color across the stuff, mm-hmm. across the stove top. Looks like the one inside of a taco truck. Yeah, bro, it was beautiful. It had an even coat, 
and then it's it's perfect too to see like because you know how it's it's like a ta- it's like a it's like a grill table that stands on top of the burners. Yeah, you kind of see where the burn mark where, where the heat is more where the heat is more prevalent. Yeah, you can see it. So you can adjust it a bit better. I mean, you can you can put some rocks in there or whatever the hell you want to, <laughs> but you can adjust it. You know, or you can put it you can put um like bricks at the bottom of the feet of the blackstone or even it out because it's some some blackstones I saw some reviews that they don't burn even. Yeah. So I I don't know where I have. I feel, I feel like mine burns like sixty forty. Not nothing I'd complain about. Yeah, and you can see it too when you first get it when you're seasoning it. You can see where it's burning. My shit burned even, bro. Yeah. That shit burned hella even. Yeah, I think mine just has to do with me not using it as much. That could be it too, and then yeah, like what you don't want to do is you know. Mexicans do this shit, but I mean, on a disco, I guess it's okay. Um, but have you ever seen how they clean discos? Yeah. They fucking heat up water and then they fucking put a bunch of salt and they're curing it like that? Bro, that's absolute bad, dude. This is so bad. Mm-hmm. It's hella bad, dude. Yeah, that's because the discos are usually uh, are they copper or brass. The, the Blackstone? No, the, the discos. The discos, I'm not the sure. Fish fry. They're usually copper. Yeah, they're the cobre, aren't they? <coughs> yeah, they're usually copper for like the carnitas. And then they're usually, uh, I think the ones we use are like stainless, st- like stainless steel. That's why it works. Oh, oh. One more. Fucking allergies, dude. No, the the, the castles, the castles for sure are like copper. Copper, copper, stainless steel. Yeah, but like the fucking discos, dude, I think that discos are like stainless steel. But these fools fucking. These fools hella fucking put salt on them and they're curing it. What the burner pad? I know, yeah, with a fucking throw una pinche, tráeme una pinche esponja que no esté buena. <laughs> I think it just works like, like I said, it's not like the black zone. The black zone is either like, it's like steel, like cast yeah. cast iron. Yeah, but I, I have a feeling that if they, maybe, I don't know, I would love to do that as an experiment where um, if you cure it the same, I wonder if it'll be the same. <laughs> I doubt it. I think the salt might mess it up. No, no, no. Hell no. I would never put salt on my Blackstone. I'm talking about um, curing a disco that way and see if it works. Yeah, I think it'll be fine because like, stainless steel won't rust regardless. You can leave a thing out for a year and just all of a sudden it was funny. bring it out and clean it. When I was in high school, of course, when you're in high school, you don't have a lot of money. Mm-mm. For my dad, I didn't have money, right? to get him a birthday present. And I remember I was like, oh, this was fucking... I'm going I'm to I'm play hooky. I'm not going to go to school. I fucking... Sorry, Mr. Fuller. I stole a fucking flap disc from school. Oh. I stole a flap disc from school and I fucking stayed home and plugged in my Lincoln Electric fucking grinder. Uh-huh. Switched it to a flap disc. Fucking took out all the all the heavy shit with a regular um, grinding wheel. Yeah. And I took off all the heavy shit and then I took a flap disc to it. It was like a fucking 80 grit. Fucking flap disc. Damn. I took that motherfucker down, bro. I fucking made it so pretty, dude. I left that shit all fucking like uh, like chrome. Yeah. And then I cured it. Everything, bro. I fucking got it ready for him. I got that full fucking, dude. He fucked that shit up like... He fucked it up like in a month, dude. Just cooking fries and everything on there. She's papas, like a little papa. Some rounds. little drumsticks. Ooh. He used to cook a lot of colitas de puerco on that. Mm-hmm. My dude... I used to have a buddy, man. May he rest in peace. Joel, man. Fucking miss that guy. 
Joel Sorrow, man. What a, what a, what a guy, dude. He, he used to have a connection with a fucking... Uh, con un carnicero. Mm-hmm. He used to bring me boxes, bro. Boxes. Damn. Boxes of fucking colitas de puerco, dog. Those were underrated, man. Oh, my God. They're so good. Yep. I had a neighbor. I had a neighbor who... Um, he was funny, bro. We used to work together in heavy equipment. Uh-huh. And he would always peek his head over the fence. And he used to give me shit at work. And, and when we would be cooking those things, deep frying uh, pigtails, he's like, damn, dude, you're so crazy, bro. I can't believe you eat that shit. <laughs> he's like, I'm not fucking eating that. And like, I was like, dude, you really got to try it, bro. You got to give it a shot. And then he fucking, he tried it one time. And he was like, bro, this is so crazy good. He liked it, dude. Pigtails are so good. You get yourself like a little styrofoam bowl, put some lime in there, oh, a little bit of salt, some salsa of your flavor. Damn. Yeah, they sell them at the baseball games in Mexicali. Yeah, well, I saw them when I was there. I got how to get a little styrofoam cup. It was good. Yeah, that shit's good, man. That's an underrated. But, you know, everybody has their own shit that's like kind of appalling. But if you give it a shot, you'd be shocked, man. It probably tastes pretty good. Like, you can't be like... I get it. Like, so, like I, I know some people who actually like the way menudo tastes, but, oh, but they refuse dude. to eat it because of what it is. I love menudo. But there's people who refuse to eat it because of what it is. Hot take of the day, dude. What? You put menudo in front of me and pozole in front of me. I'm taking the menudo. menudo. I'm taking the menudo over every time. Facts. And I like, I'm not, I love, I love pozole. I'm going to twist it. But. Facts. I like menudo slightly more. Facts. If I give Pozole A, I'm giving Manudo a 9. Reach. And it can be white, green, or red. Bring it on, brother. <sighs> Reach, baby. I might, uh, I might ruffle some feathers oh, right there. Oh, no, hell no, you're not. You're flying in the correct direction, oh, baby, dude. Okay. I will take two Manudo any day. Oregano, cilantro, the onion, the lime, mm. 9 o'clock in the morning, some tostados, some freshly made tortillas. Recién aplaudidas. Oh. Yeah, dude. I'll take menudo any day, bro. I'll take menudo any day over pozole. And I like both. They're both really good. I'll eat pozole too, but I don't know, man. Menudo just hits it. I'll take pozole over birria. Ah, I think I'll take birria over. I think birria. I don't know. It depends on the weather. Now, birria, you need the size that'll make it good. You need the, you have to have the rice, the yeah. beans, the tortillas. It's not standalone. Yeah, you can't just whip a bowl out you can just whip a bowl out of menudo oh yeah absolutely you if you take, if you take a bowl of menudo pozole and birra and garnish them the same way to me the, the menudo ones every time yeah the pozole is not going to be as good like that, you said that, that is a hot take just because like I said there are people who won't eat it because of what it is yeah but it's like bro like <laughs> if you eat if you eat swine no matter what, a swine's a dirty animal, bro. <laughs> they eat their own fuck. They eat their own feces, dude. They eat humans if you give them that. They eat each other if you feed them that. Yeah, but it's fucking good though. How <laughs> no, it is? That baby back ribs good as fuck. So you're <laughs> eating pork. You're, you're if you're eating weenies, you're eating fucking pork. You're eating sausage. You're eating pork. Bacon's just Bacon, gas, dude. Pork. Uh, fucking carnitas, pork, buche, pork. Cuaritos, dude. Cuaritos, oh. pork. You know what I mean? So like. It's a dirty animal, but like... Sausage, it, pork. That's what I'm saying. Chorizo, pork. Pork, también. There's beef chorizo, but it tastes weird. It, it's good, but that's like... if It tastes... It's not as good. It tastes... Le- not... not doesn't taste leathery, but compared... If you put a, be- a, a, a pinche sartén of beef chorizo and a sartén of pork chorizo, 
you will know exactly what the fuck it is, man. You'll know the difference. You'll be like, oh shit, this tastes bomby, dude. What I don't don't give me that shit in that stuff then. Yeah, for sure. But the manudo, dude. That's not a hot take. I think I, I think I, I think it's a hot take. We'll dude. do it. We'll do an Instagram poll and see. We got to do on that. By the way, we see you guys doing those Instagram polls. We appreciate it. And uh, we're always going to remember this shit. So later on in the future, when we accumulate fucking thousands of views, it's going to happen. We're it may not be now. It may not be next weekend. It may not be the end of the year, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But we appreciate the ones that are sticking with us through it all. And we, appreci- the real ones. we also appreciate the haters. Greatly appreciated because you're still watching. And we like you watching. Do but we follow us. I'm pretty sure. I hope so. Somebody out listens. I hope someone's like. I hope someone just like and sees my post and they're like, skip. <laughs> Somebody out like yeah. these fools are trash. These fools are cringe. What are these fools doing? That's fine. But hey, man, you're still sitting here totally watching it. I hope so. You know Bobby Lee? Yeah, Tiger Belly. He was famous, dude. And he said his podcast took a long Tiger Belly. It took a long time to get off the ground. He said for the first year or two years. That he would get 10, 20, 30, 40, 40, 40, 20. And he was already famous. He was famous, bro, on top of that. But, you know, Joe Rogan, too, he was a comedian. He was on Fear Factor. His podcast didn't really take off until he was five, six years in deep. So, that's what it is, We're up next, dude. And you know what, though? This don't cost us no money. No, just time, which is fine. Which is fine, though. But I see it, like, personally, I don't know how you see it, but I see, like, a therapy. Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's fun, dude. It's fun, and then we have a we. It's not a job. No, like I, I literally enjoy sitting here talking to. You. I mean, I've been doing it for a whole almost a whole year now. Uh-huh. When I first started, I enjoyed it as much then. I even enjoy it more now. So, if it comes to fruition, we'll monetize monetize wise. Fuck it, well, it's fine. But you know, ideally, it would be nice to make a career out of eventually, it. Eventually, eventually, we'll get video. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah, ideally it would be nice to make a career out of it, but hey, man, you know it's gonna take slow time. And steady, baby. Like anything, anything takes time. Yeah, slow and steady wins the race, dog. Slow and steady wins the race. It's not a big deal. The, the tortoise in the hair. Fucking Daniel sent me this. Look, he he sent me this because there's a little. I've seen this one. He goes, "How's it going there, Tarzan?" Watch. And they're eating tacos out of a shop. Look at him. He's an old. He's an old cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Joey Diaz, dude. His book came out called Tremendous. You heard it? I yeah. I'm already. I'm already pretty far into it, dude. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's, dude. He can. T- well, Erica Florentine wrote it, but he can turn a phrase, dude. I Tremendous. Fucking, yeah, I'm on. Uh, I got three hours left, so I'm halfway through. Joey Coco Diaz. What do you guys think about Joey Coco Diaz? Dude, you guys better like him. If you don't like him, comedy savage, dude. I mean, it was a fault on my feet. It's funny. I've seen three different episodes of him and all the podcasts he does with Theo Vaughn. They're, they're pretty funny when they're together, dude. Oh, yeah. Theo Vaughn's an interesting character, dude. Theo Vaughn's just crazy, bro. He just has some sort of story that relates to his hometown out of nowhere. It doesn't even make sense, but somehow I end up tying in. It's yeah. Like, what the fuck are you saying? I like his style, dude. Like, that's one example I've always used. Like, bro, like... He got his own fans and like they're they fuck they're loyal as fuck. The Rat King. Yeah, he, like he's like he got his own fans and 
And they stuck through him, dude. Like, a lot of people I've shown him, they're like, bro, this is weird as fuck. I think it's funny. I'll be sitting, I like him. I'll be sitting there watching, like, stretching from my back, and then my wife would be like, what's going on over there, dude? What's this guy talking about? Yeah, it's a lot of people, funny, though. Yeah, I've tried to show my wife, and she says, he's so fucking weird. Yeah, you'll be like, talking about. you'll see something right and be like, oh, man, yeah. Makes you want to kick a fat kid at Kmart. It's like, what? Yeah, it was a trick. It's so specific, huh? Yeah, he's, he's a wordsmith. He's interesting. <laughs> he was like, I couldn't stop laughing one day when he was like, uh, he was like, well, I hate the French, man. You know? He's like, you got, you got them damn, like they get stuck when they're trying to talk, you know? It's like mm-hmm. they got that wee-wee and fee-fee and just hit him in the back of the chest, boy. <laughs> He's like, get him to fucking speak, man. And I was like, holy shit. And then I started looking up, and I guess there's like a lot of clips of him talking shit about French people. I wonder what happened. <laughs> Who knows? It was locked in the French in Louisiana. Maybe that's why. Maybe oh, they beat him up or that's something. That's right. Or the Cajuns. That's why. That's white. That's right. That's right. The, the raging Cajun. <laughs> he loves raising canes. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I think... Who has, doesn't, though? I'm not a big fan of I love Raising Kings, bro. I fucking went to the one, the new one in Santa Maria. Hot take number two for me today. I'm on today. I'll take hot, I'll take Raising Kings over Chick-fil-A. <laughs> any day of the week. Take. But I'm not a fan of Chick-fil-A. Even, even before I tried Raising Kings, Chick-fil-A to me was like, it's good, it's good, but... I Why do you like Raising Kings better? What is it about the chicken that trumps... Popeyes, Chick Fil A. Oh, I don't know if it's over Popeyes, bro. That Popeyes chicken sandwich is hard to beat, dude. It's their sauce. Their sauce. That Popeyes is hard to beat. At least for the chicken sandwich. But what's the raising cane chicken that beats? I like the chicken. I like the chicken. I just like it. I like the combo: the chicken, the coleslaw, and the sauce. The sandwich. I, I just don't find Chick Fil A that good. Like no, before I even tried raising cane, like a year prior, I already had eaten uh, Chick Fil A a handful of times. I said at least you four eat times. The spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, I get the one with everything. I'm like, I just don't find it that good. Like, I will not pull off the freeway for it. I am. I'm taking Popeyes over it easily. I don't know. I don't. I I think Popeyes has got. Chick Fil A. I don't get too small to begin with for me. It's, yeah, a little bit. You have to get two. Yeah, I do. do if you're over six foot, you got it too, dude. You gotta. I think I think Popeyes has got everybody beat on the sauce. They got their sauce hella figured out on their on their spicy chicken sandwiches. But um, as far as flavor, I challenge anybody to to think about it this way. And I'm not trying to make anybody jump ship. And this is why I'm 300 and I used to be. But, yeah, but then, I, but then I guess they're not a fair comparison. One's chicken strips and one's. Yeah. So, so the challenge that I have for people is buy a chicken sandwich at Popeye's, buy a chicken sandwich at Raising Cane's, buy a chicken sandwich they're at, they're at they're Chick-fil-A there. and strip it. Just strip it. Or, or if they don't sell it at Raising Cane's, just grab the chicken itself, strip it all, and just have the bun. Just have the, the actual chicken patty. And I guarantee you, you will say Chick-fil-A has more flavor. Not me. Because the, the Popeye's chicken is all right, but it doesn't have, like, a lot of salt or flavor. I mean, it's fried. It's good. But it doesn't have, like, a crazy, like, burst of flavor. I mean, it has, like, a nice little hint of, like, cayenne. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you have the one from... Chick-fil-A, it has like a mixture of garlic, cayenne, and, and like a really like like a thick, like a thick, bold spice. And then, in my opinion, maybe I had a bad batch, but 
The Raising Cane's chicken has nothing but tastes like buttermilk batter. I love Raising Cane's. Dude. It's just too plain. I love it. But you have an interesting palate too, because I was gonna like say maybe rice. maybe it just strikes my palate. Because you don't like rice, huh? And then on burritos and shit. No, not on burritos. That's another one. Make that an Instagram poll. And then with like mole, I prefer, I prefer white steamed rice with my mole. See, fuck that, bro. And some people would be like, hell no, it's got to be yellow. See, fuck that. But it's weird because I've encountered other people to say the same thing. Like, nah, it's got to be with white. Yeah, it might just be. Obviously, it's about preference. Everybody has their own preference. I like rice, but I'm not, I'm not crazy over it, you know? Yeah. but like, Especially but like, not on burritos, though. See? that's that, And I feel yeah, like that's no. a hot take. I think I just don't like tortillas with burritos. I mean, tortillas with rice. Make sure you remember that. Put that in your Instagram poll. Um, burritos. With rice. Should burritos have rice or not? Yeah, I like the beans in there, black beans too, preferably. Oh, what the fuck! Black beans the best bean now out there. Now you're eating gabacho burritos. <laughs> black beans, nah, that's native to Mexico. No, that's pinto. the best bean. No pintos for you, baby. <laughs> nah, black beans way better. Native to who? To Mexico, all beans are native over there. Wow, oh, man, I've never seen in Mexicali anybody slap black no? beans on something. It's a southern thing, probably. But I think so. If you call them frijoles prietos, yeah. And Mexicali food, that's all you get, food is fucking... Uh, nah, Peru, food Peru, Peru, or Peruvian. Yeah. Like, when you go to, like, a lot of, like, places... Peruvian's probably number one, I think, for beans. Yeah. The light yellow ones. I think so, yeah, Peru. For me, I, I love black beans. I don't... I, yeah, they're all right. I just think they're kind of... They're, they're, I've never had them that much, but the ones I've had, I feel que están muy duros. Yeah? They're too hard. I love black beans. But I, I, think, I think it's a southern Mexico thing. Yeah, I just think of I just think of Tortilla Town, bro. I just I love Tortilla I just, I Town. I know. Oh my god, it's too it's too like. I mean, I'm not trying to get racial. I'm a fucking I'm American, of course. I'm not dig, I'm not digging on anybody's fucking race, but I feel like they're like like Mexican white infused. You think Mexican white infused burritos? And, and I feel like they're the most authentic. Oh, hell no. But I don't, but I'm not talking about the burritos. I'm talking about how the because their tears are handmade in front of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that part, yeah. But I don't do burritos, though, see? Yeah. But there are a lot of people in Mexico tell you that the rice is an American thing in the burritos. Yeah. That's why I've heard a lot of really like, they're like, real burritos is just fucking meat, pico, and beans. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. Like, like el pinche arroz, like... I don't know. The way they make the burrito is just kind of a trip to me. Like, I'm just like, bro, like, this is the whitest fucking burrito I've ever eaten. I love Tortilla Town, dude. The gorditas. Oh, my God. All the handmade. gorditas are savage. <laughs> I like the gorditas. There. Those are good. But it's good. I mean, it's not bad. It's just the burritos. I don't. I don't think there's a better place in town. That's like on that on that type of not in Paso Robles. Paso Robles. Chipotle is trash, bro. I don't oh, care who I pissed time. off. Big time big trash. Time. I mean, that's the place you eat if someone invites you to go eat to not be a dick. That's another one that kind of reminds me like a knockoff. Like you have to bring it home. You have to reheat it because for whatever reason, it's never – it's like lukewarm. It's like, yeah. bro, I'm not – like I don't want to hurt But someone. see, that's like another American-Mexican infused place. That place is nasty though. But no, I yeah, Tortilla Town is authentic with some stuff. I think it depends on what you get. But like like say, me, I only get the, the burrito bowl or the – Gorditas, that's all I get there. I don't like Chipotle, dude. Chipotle is nasty, bro. It's too American infused. You know what I mean? It's not good, bro. No. It's like... I don't care what anyone says. 
Mexicans aren't using fucking shredded lettuce in their food, bro. No, fuck no. That doesn't no, bro. We use cabbage. And the way they cook their carne asada is so funny. It's like and we use cabbage cortina and stuff, you know. Yeah. Anyways, I brought this brings up a good point that I wanted to talk to you about. Okay, tavare, tavare. What do you think about like it's a, it's an interesting time, of course, right now. Yes, we can all agree and attest to in all aspects of in, life. In all aspects. It seems like back in the day, of course, before social media was rolled out so publicly and it became such such an incentivized part of our lives. Like you're talking like pre, I would say pre-2012? Maybe even beyond that, dude, because I feel like I feel like 2016, it, I feel like there wasn't still as much as it is right now. Because to me, I'd say the main, main one to me is Instagram. Yeah. Well, TikTok and Instagram, I didn't have Instagram till. I graduated, which would have been spring of 2013. I don't know. I hope and even then, it wasn't like you're saying an integral part of your life. No. Like, you know, something you're like, oh, I'll check it out. I haven't been on there today. Well, here's the thing, right? That brought in, like, a lot of sensitivity to some people. This lady I used to work with, she got so pissed off and thought I was being racist, Ooh. which is funny because... You get so many of those, man. Yeah, that, which is funny because... can't say anything anymore. She, didn't, she did not write say I was being racist, but her comebacks were like, okay, dude, like... I'm not like like I'm not trying to be like a race card or race baiting or anything, but this is this is the comment that I made. And later on, when we get famous, ah, uh, someone's gonna say cancel them. They said this episode. Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, yeah. Twenty nine minutes in. All publicity is good publicity. Yep. But no, I mean, I this is what I said. I don't think it's bad per se, but it's just when I grew up, everyone in the neighborhood, and I'm sure you're gonna know this term. It was a normal term for us to say. So she was asking about food. Now we're on the topic of food. Uh-huh. And she had asked. She was saying that she used to love feeding this little boy. She was a single mother or whatever. She used to love feeding this little boy, uh, this little Mexican kid. And is she like Caucasian? Yes. Okay. Yes, she's Caucasian. And she used to love feeding this Mexican boy that used to come to their house. And she used to love feeding him hard shell tacos. And okay. she used to make them, you know, Taco Bell style. Yeah. Ground beef, shredded lettuce. Like they were like authentic, like handmade. Correct. Hard shell tacos. Yes. Yes. Because I know some people are like, well, t- hard shell tacos are authentic to Mexico, but not the ones you see there, like stone no. ground maybe in wide. Tijuana, maybe in some places in Tijuana for some taqueros that use it. Yeah. But, but like, it's rare. Yeah. And okay. She said that the kid loved them. Cool, absolutely cool. I was like, well, that's nice. Well, that's nice that you fed him. You know, I was being cool as fuck in the conversation. And they were probably ground and beef. This is what I see. Yeah, ground beef, shredded lettuce, shredded cheese, diced that's tomatoes. A, that's a, what we call cream. to pal, piss people off. That, that's Tex-Mex right there. Get that out of California. Tex-Mex? Well, this is what I said. I said, yeah, well, he probably liked the switch because he was probably eating different foods. And he liked white washed tacos yeah she was offended that's the bomb that i dropped whitewashed i didn't think it was a big deal is that so my question is is that a big deal nowadays whitewashed i'm not sure i don't think it's any i, I don't know i guess some people can make it derogatory but i wouldn't say i wouldn't uh say if you made a, a burger and you added an ortega chili and avocado and a cactus leaf to it 
if you call them Mexican style, I wouldn't be offended. Or brown washed? No, that yes, that's a thing though. Is it so? Is it offensive? See, it sounds. God, it could be, I guess. South of the border, bird. That's the hard thing, is because I feel like we're not compassionate enough when it does come to Caucasians. Because if you were to say black washed or brown washed, it kind of does sound like maybe. You know what I mean? I, I think I, I put, not to uh, me because we're like me, some, me and you are me and you are sensitive like that, but to someone else, they might be like, "Hey, slow down there." But see, like I wouldn't even take offense to like if somebody said, "Oh, wow." You put jalapenos, you put an Ortega chili, you put aguacate, aguacate, daddy. You put aguacate <laughs> on that burger, you went south of the border for that burger. I wouldn't get offended. Bro, the, the chips at Walmart that have the hint of lime are literally called south, south of the, of the border. border. <laughs> but so I said, oh, yeah, because you know, that kid probably enjoyed it because he was so used to eating at home and he, and, and he, had, a, he had like the whitewashed tacos. And I don't know if she got offended, and I said, no, 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 no. I was like, that's – and I explained to her what the term whitewashed meant. And then, you know, like a lot of black people say, like, yeah, you're black like a polar bear. Yeah. You know? I've And, you know, I've – like the like Taisha who married who married me and my wife. You know, just telling her, like, yeah, you're black. She used to say, yeah, you're black like a polar bear. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. Oh, you're whitewashed. Yeah. But, like, it was interesting because – so we, so I started like explaining to her like what it meant because I saw she got offended, and I was like, no, 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 I didn't mean it like that. Like for us, that's a term, and like like in our in our Chicano culture, like there's always that cousin who's whitewashed, you know. There's always that that family member that's whitewashed, yeah. And she, she, I could see the wheels turning in her head, and not in a good way, like just getting kind of like offended. Yeah, because yeah, you'd have to go into an hour explaining to her the culture. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, so take it this way and started explaining her something that, you know, like I had a girlfriend when I was younger and her mom was like blah, 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 blah from from from, from Mexico. And and, uh, and she's like, oh, you don't need to speak Spanish because you're in the United States and blah, blah, blah. And they didn't teach her Spanish. And then it said, oh, yeah, oh, she's whitewashed. Yeah. So she was like, wow, that sounds incredibly rude. And offensive, and I can't believe you guys say that. That is absolutely ridiculous. Like, hella pissed off. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. Like, I didn't mean to, like, I was like, oh, I apologize. I'm sorry you took it that way. And, like, we started working this shit. Like, it got kind of awkward. I mean, it was fine, like, like an hour later. But it was just like, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not offensive to me. Me either. Like I said, if I was whipping up a burger and I put a stuff in there and someone's like, damn, you made that Mexican style. Oh, I'd be like... Yeah, I mean, all the ingredients come from Mexico. It's American, it's a Mexican style. Then yeah, because like you're saying, culturally wise, you're not going to see it if you go to Mexico. You're not going to if you go south of the border. You're not going to see some dude pull out a hard shell yellow, fucking yellow number two dye taco with fucking shredded lettuce and ground beef and yeah. nacho cheese. It's fucking weird because, like, I've seen videos of like why are all like these culture, these these culture police. It's always people that are not like from that particular ethnic background Bro. that are getting pissed off. That's what I. That's what I don't get too. Like, doesn't matter what background it is. Like you're saying, I've noticed too. It's always the person that's half or a quarter of what culture they're defending. Not I'm not saying that. that's wrong, but I'm just saying it's. it's I don't. I don't know how to feel about that. I, I don't know. I don't know honestly. Like I don't know like how I feel. I've seen videos, dude, of like social experiments. Where, like, 
this dude dressed up like a fucking Mexican with a sarape and a sombrero. Uh-huh. And he went and asked actual Mexicans and that pissed him off. Every fucking Mexican was about it. I saw he's like, they're like, hell no, bro, give us a scream. I seen that one. Yeah, they're like, they were all about it. They were like, oh, fuck yeah, look how funny you're being. Just like, remember when they started doing all the cancellations, like Aunt Jemima and other things like that. And what else? Like they did like the they did like the land of lakes better, I think, with like yeah, they had the chief Indian shit. on it. The Redskins became all that, and then uh, they tried to do it to Mexico, and Mexicans were like, "Hell no!" They tried to do it to Tapatio. Oh, I know. That's not racist. That's what no. the word. That's what a Tapatio is. Like, get your that's yeah. Get your get your thing straight before you try to. A Tapatio's from Jalisco. He's fucking the mariachi. It is what it he's is. right there. That's who it is. It's not being racist at all. Like, calm down. The Anjumai my thing was so fucking dumb, dude. You know how happy I would get when when we when we would go to Food for Less and get the Anjumai burrito uh, burritos, Anjumai <laughs> my fucking box, dude. You just start thinking like, about. I don't fucking want best yet. I want Anjumai my man. You have to, and you, yeah, you start picturing, you start almost tasting it. Switched it to a fucking spoon. Makes no what sense. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they have the reasons as to why they ended up switching the labeling. I think it's not even called. Aunt Jemima anymore. It's kind of like the mill something company. I think, yeah, I think you're right. But it's, it. you know, SNL, I don't really like Sam, uh, Saturday Night Life skits, mm-hmm. but Dave Chappelle did a, Dave Chappelle was on there. He did a good one where they did like Aunt Jemima and uh, Uncle Ben and uh, the insurance, the the Allstate guy and then um, and Count Chocula. How's that one go? Allstate. Are you in good hands? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they did a good bit, dude. They even broke character, and it was so fucking funny. Um, Chappelle is just funny, dude. He goes, uh, Pete Davidson played Count Chocula, and he goes, he goes, wait, but I'm made of chocolate. And then Dave Chappelle goes, he goes, a likely story. And he's talking like uh, Aust- the Allstate guy. Yeah. Um, he goes, a likely story. He goes, look, look at Pete. Da-. He goes, look at, look at your lips. I can't say what he said. And he goes, and then he goes, look at behind them fangs, big old lips. He goes, this country's going to eat you alive. You chocolatey, I can't say it. And he goes, America, look at Pete Davidson's lips. <laughs> and they break character. He goes, okay, there might be some Italian under there. But fucking Italian. <laughs> but it was a good, it was good. But yeah, they talked about that. Like about, it was when everybody was canceling like Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. Anything that can get a hold of. Yeah. They don't work on top of Theo, though. Yeah, that's just stupid, bro. Are they going to cancel Cholula, too? Cholula's a lady on a, on a fucking boat, isn't she? She's on a Chalupa, huh? Oh, is that what that is? I think that's what those boats are called. Yeah, something like Chalupa boats. Yeah, I think Cholula is a... Isn't that the city in... I think I want to say in Guadalajara or something. I could be wrong, but it's a city from somewhere. Well, I'm probably thinking about, about Chapala. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know, dude. That whole situation's kind of fucking interesting. I think it, it kind of lost steam, I think, which is good. They're trying to cancel everything. Everything that some person thought was derogatory or anything. Anything they could get their hands on. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't I don't I don't know. It's interesting, but I don't know. It, it is an interesting situation, especially because like some of the old packaging is pretty racist. Just some of the way they did it. But I don't know. I, yeah. I don't I don't care if they like I don't know. It, it wouldn't I, I don't feel offended 
But that's what I'm saying. Now I'm saying. Like, every time I'm talking about it, I just go back to the same shit as always. There's always somebody else who's not even from that ethnic background that's trying to cancel some shit. And it's like, bro, like, what are you doing? They don't even know what they're speaking on. They just think it's wrong and they stand on that, you know? So, I don't, yeah, that's a hard one. I'm trying to think of another one that they tried to, I guess you could say, cancel, but they weren't successful with. I know Tapatio was one. What was another one? Isn't there like a Jose Ole brand of stuff? I did, I think they actually did change that because it was a dude with a big ass sombrero that looked like my tío Jose when he was younger. What if that's what the actual proprietor looked like? What if he had a big ass sombrero and he was making burritos? I don't know. That's just conga brand. I think that's what it is, Jose Ole. We'll just wait. Just wait till they see fucking the the big old caricature signs when you're going to fucking Kings uh, to Monterey Bay. <laughs> They got fucking a bunch of Mexicans out there lugging the fucking field, lettuce. Uh, Have you seen them? Yeah. There's one that looks like me. The right Esteban. hand side where you're going north, huh? If anything, it makes me mad because, like, some, that, of, some of them aren't even Mexican. They prank some of those, dude. Do they? I remember, like, six years ago, someone put a big old schlong on one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's so fucked up. That's funny, though. But, dude, like, I don't know. It, it's weird, bro. Like, it's kind of strange the way... I don't know. It's very interesting to see the way people like react to things like yeah. like I've seen shorts. I, I wonder how much of it is fake, how much of it is, is acted for the for the video. But like I've seen like like all these like Caucasian girls, these little girls, these little white girls from California, New York. Oh, you know, just American girls, you know, Daisy Dukes, all fucking college girls. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be dressed like that. That's offensive. Yeah. And they go ask a fucking... How so? Then they go ask a Mexican dude with a fucking Tigres shirt and a fucking Semex fucking hat on. And he's like, oh, it look good, man. You're good. Yeah. Heck yeah. He good, good. Like, hella excited. He's like, yeah, scream for us, bro. Do a Mexican grito. Yeah, dude. That shit don't fucking offend me. Me either. Like, can you imagine, like, our good friend Mark, when yeah. he yells, I'm not going to get offended? And Mark does a good grito, dude. I know. For we a put a shame a lot of real Mexicans. Yeah, I know. Mark's half of his playlist is fucking Chalino and Vicente Fernandez. Yeah, are we and like to the outside looking in, somebody might get pissed off. Like that's a racist guy. And it's not. No, Mark will tell you himself he was here. We'll tag him in this, post a little clip. And every Mexican family Miklo. has a white guy. Every Mexican family every, has a Miklo. At least we can speak for California because we know at the end of the day, this ain't no hot take. We know California is a stronghold for Mexicans in the U.S. Take that however you want to take it. It is. It is. Texas, we might give you a close second, but you guys call your you guys are Tejanos according to yourself. So. Oh yeah, dude. People in Texas kind of have this weird. They have this weird thing with Mexicans. It's kind of odd. Well, I think even you know, with Americans in general, they call themselves Texans. You know. Yeah, it's really weird to me. It's just fine because hey, we if we get fans of Texas, we're not dogging on you. We're just. We're bringing this up, you know, things that we have observed as Californians. And then when they think of California, you think they have this like weird idea of everyone being like this. I don't know, like this Prius or Tesla driving Californian that surfs after work and lives in L.A. or San Francisco. That's like maybe 20 percent of the population, like not, not, not if you're the California where we're from. California where we're from is way different, dude. California we grew up in is, man, nothing like you would believe. Not not what 
you see in the movies, you know. But like you're going back to that, the Tejanos, they think they're something else. Who knows what it is? What do you think it is? What do you think they get that? I don't know, man. I, I want to know what exactly it is. But they do have like this weird rivalry with Mexicans. Yeah, because they don't. They, they ask them like, "Oh, eres mexicano?" They're like, "Yo soy tejano." Tercera generación is like, "What?" No, you're Mexican. So you're Mexican American. Yeah, tejano, you're chicano. No, you're Texan. The tejano. It's like the only people that could call themselves tejanos were the ones where Texas was its own republic, fucking however long ago that was. But that doesn't exist anymore. So you're Mexican American. <laughs> no, it's weird, dude. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. But um. But yeah, so this all started with the whitewash thing. I've always thought that was a trip. I, I don't know. That 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 kind of shit threw me off guard. Um, it caught me off guard, rather. I, I didn't know that it was going to be insulting, I guess. Yeah, she was insulted by it. Bro, let me turn the tide here. Turn the tide. Because I don't want to. Do yeah, wanna, we can talk about that shit. You don't want to dwell on it too long? No, nah, we can talk about that shit all day. Here's an interesting thing that that I've been meaning to talk to you about, but I get so sidetracked because of the ADD or the ADHD. That's how it is. You got to keep it organic, dude. Dude. We got that Theo Vaughn mind going on right now. What do you think about the one thing that's freaking everybody out? Everybody's getting afraid. Everybody's losing their minds about... Artificial intelligence. Oh, the chat GBT and all AI, that stuff. AI, dude. I hear them, I heard them coming up with like songs with Drake's voice now. It's like, with what? Amika. It's like, what is going you on? You ever heard of Amika? No. You've never heard of Amika? I've heard of um, Mika Chueca in Spanish. Fuck. <laughs> What's Amika? That's another one? Oh, my goodness, dude. She is one. Of, she is. She is a. She is a fucking robot prototype. Oh, hell no. Will Smith warned me about this on iRobot, dude. Amica conversation using GPT-3. Amica, sorry. Look at how amazing she is, Luke. Of Nah, bro, scary. Look at look at her. Look at how she looks around. She knows her surroundings. Her gestures. What? She's so fucking well represented, huh? Nah, bro, we need to stop this now. That's weird, huh? That's too advanced, man. And if you look, watch. She has kind of that menacing look, though. Ah, dude. I was just trying to know what you expressed his face to see what you did. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Could you explain it a bit more? And this is real? This isn't CGI? No, this is real, dude. 
Nah, bro, we can't be doing this. That's too far. That is the craziest thing, dude. I saw that shit a year ago, and she's only gotten more advanced. Now, here's the here's the here's the kicker that that trips me out. She is so advanced that she has reactions as you're speaking. Now, there's a lot of AI robots that'll wait until they hear what you have to say, and they probably go through a database of of how to react. This robot reacts as you're speaking. That's how fast it is. That's crazy. And not just that, dude. They took out a newer model of her, and, bro, she is registering you as you're speaking to her. She's When you're speaking to her, she's going like this. Her wheels are turning? Yeah, when you're speaking to her, she's going like this. And she's just watching you and like and like and like looking at your eyes, looking at your body language. Dude, something, dude. It's so weird, bro. No, I'm good, dude. But that's the thing, though. You know, there was a, there was a guy on Google. I forgot his name, but he quit Google so he could speak freely about the dangers of artificial intelligence. It's coming, dude. I forgot his name, but was it Snowden or what? No, Edward Snowden. His cousin? No, I forgot who it was. It was a gentleman um, who 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 was working on artificial intelligence with Google. Maybe he'll end up. Um, let me see somehow. Let me see here. He worked for Google um, AI. The goggle dude. Did I spell goggle? I think you put thinking about David Goggins, dude. I just I just bought his book. That's why. That's why. Google AI. Advisor quits. Go away, advisor. Let's see what he's got to say. Yes. The godfather of AI leaves Google. I'm not a big fan of the New York Times, but let's see. He's got those beady eyes. He kind of looks like Beetlejuice, too. See, look. Jeffrey Hinton was an artificial intelligence pioneer. And if, dude, the new, you have to pay for this now? You got to pay for the Tribune now. What the I'm hell's slow. going on here? The Tribune is slow. You got to pay for it now too. They act like you're, they're giving you this crazy news. So they call him the godfather of AI. He has quit Google to warn people of AI risks. Now I'll briefly read some of this just so we can get a context. So Jeffrey Hinn was the godfather of AI. He has resigned from Google following the rapid rise of ChatGBT and other chatbots in order to speak freely about the risks of AI, he had told the New York Times. Hinton, who helped lay the groundwork for today's generative AI, was an engineering fellow at Google for over a decade. Per the New York Times, a part of him regrets his life work after seeing the danger generative AI poses. He worries about misinformation, that the average person will not be able to know what is true anymore, and that in near future he fears that the AI's ability to automate automate tasks will replace not just the drudge work, but upend the entire job market. Previously, Hinton thought the AI revolution was decades away, but since OpenAI launched ChatGBT in November 2022, the large language model's intelligence has changed his mind. Look at how it was five years ago and now how it is now, he said. Take the difference and propagate it forwards. That's scary. So, I don't know, man. Like, that ChatGBT shit, a lot of people think it's cool, bro. But the second it came out, I was like, that is problems. That is. That is just problems waiting to happen. So, you think, can you get ChatGBT to interact with another ChatGBT? I think so. 
So, so what it does, no man. There's like so we can make a fake podcast, dude. Yeah, and it'll do it for us. You could have two people going at each other. They could be just chat voices. Yeah. Damn, dude. We might have to make another channel and see if that one pops off in the background. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, dude, like I read a report. I forgot who it was from, but I read a report that plagiarism has gone up 70% in colleges because this shit creates essays for you. Yeah, but that's what I was, that's what I was getting at. We had a, what do we have back in the day? Chegg. Spark notes. Oh, in school, there yeah. was Spark notes. There was Chegg. I just remember Spark notes was the main one. Yeah, want to read course, that. there was Course Hero. You didn't want to read that extra chapter of like, what was it, the Odyssey or like the Iliad? The Mice and Man. You're just like, damn, I'm going to go to Spark Notes, get the recap. Yeah, that one's old school. Recently, there was Chegg, there was Course Hero. Um, There's another one. But dude, like. Quizlet. Quizlet. There was Quizlet. But dude, that shit's going to replace administrators. It's going to do. So how are these kids act? Do you think they're actually doing their work now? Why would you? Why not? Why, but you know, it just depends what teacher is smart enough to to intercept it. But how the, could they? That's the thing. Colleges have seen a have seen a seventy percent rise in plagiarism, dude. They're just going on ChatGPT and just having their shit. That's crazy, dude. You could just have the ChatGPT do it. Go to edit, misspell like four words throughout the whole thing, miss some punctuation, you know, to make it look predictable. Yeah, and boom. Well, that's the thing too. I wonder if, I wonder if ChatGPT can work the other way around too for teachers and their benefit to see if they if they can find the plagiarized. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Like, dude, you know how many? I don't you, think they're gonna catch on to it for a while. Do you know how many clips I see a day when I'm taking a shit on YouTube? When I'm watching YouTube shorts, oh, you I know, believe you, dude. Do you know how many shorts I see of 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 uh, AI videos of Elon Musk saying all kinds of dumb shit or Andrew Tate? Saying all kinds of dumb shit that somebody made a video, made it look so fucking real. I've seen Donald Trump singing corridos now, dude. Somehow. Yeah, dude. I've seen videos of Donald Trump saying all kinds. Dude, that is going to lead to problems with the justice system. People are going to start playing. Dude, they're going to work it to people's. It's a scary thing, dude. ChatGBT coming out was the most scariest thing to me, in my opinion. They got to make that illegal, dude. Yeah, and it's like... To an extent, you know, make it a black market thing if you really need it. Yeah, it's weird, dude, because how much people are going to get framed for shit they didn't even do yeah, or that, say? Well, I think just going back to the school thing, I think that's going to take a lot from people's knowledge. I think one way they could work around it, just thinking off the top of my head, is go back to how we had to do it, like in middle school and or elementary, make them handwrite everything. Yeah, I just think this AI thing is getting out of hand. It's getting too powerful. But I don't know. As long as we still have control of it, we're I think we're okay. End up like Wally, dude. Well, the scary thing is, is that like robots, like 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 Mika, Amika. What's her name? Ameka. I think it's Amika. She the guy said Amika. Amika. The thing like Amika, dude. If you create a bunch of those, like. You saw that shit, bro. I put the video on for you. That's why that we're paused. Uh-huh. Like, bro, like that's crazy. You saw she was reacting to words that were being said the second they're said. Facial gestures and everything. Dude, as long but here's the thing. If we have control of it, that's cool. But the thing is, is that once it becomes autonomous, that's when it's all yeah. hell's breaking loose. Like you said, like you've put like six of them in a room together to co to cohabitate with each other. I wonder how that goes. 
And they start picking up trends and figuring out how to act. That's what's scary is if they become autonomous. And that's that's a perfect example. Like if you put six of them in a room, do they have the capability to become autonomous um, amongst each other? And yeah. then what if they create a plan? You know, like do they only react? How do you keep it to only react to humans? How do you keep that's it? It's going to be scary, dude, if they keep going. It's going to be like that one movie. Remember those Disney movies, those cheesy movies you'd watch? Remember that one that got, they had like a maid that was like a robot? Yeah. And she ended up taking over the damn house. So for those who don't know what autonomous is, autonomous is having the freedom to govern itself or control its own affairs. That is the, that is the Google tra- definition of autonomous. And that's exactly what I mean when I say like a lot, like, like you, like, 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 like you say, you put five or six of them in a room. Can they become autonomous? Can they start to govern themselves and control their own affairs? Can they create? If they're as advanced as they build them, dude, like we're very fragile. Yeah, because because you imagine, say, say one of them. Costs, I'm looking at it from a business standpoint. Let's say one of them costs you twenty five thousand dollars to buy. You might think that's a lot. But if you use that as an employee, you don't have to pay a $25,000 one-time payment. It could be more. It's just like an example. Even if it was forty k bro, to pay some dude on payroll, it's going to cost you like fifty k that year. And this person doesn't ask for breaks, doesn't get sick, doesn't have to eat, doesn't get COVID. I know. You know, doesn't need medications. Like, that's, that's easy to replace people. The production is going to be insane, but... I mean, that's the fear, right? That's the fear. But it wouldn't be sustainable because then if people aren't working, who's going to buy these products? Yeah. It's going to bite in everyone in the ass, just like that Google administrator, whatever he was, was saying. Like Jeffrey was saying, it's going to, man. There's no, in the short run, it looks good. But like in the long run, nah, man. Someone's got to put an end to this quick. What if they start making militaries? Some crazy billionaire. That that's 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 what I'm afraid of. You know, freaking just Skynet. Those movies were fucking so old, dude. But Terminator Judgment Day, dude. Yeah, that's just that's the scary thing, bro. Is because they have uh, that police dog you saw. I did see that. That one does backflips and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, look, this is a good source. This is Techopedia, and uh, these are six scary things that AI is getting better at doing. Let's see. The smart pillow. What the fuck does that mean? New types of bedding and high-tech pillows are offering to do more at the most vulnerable while we're asleep. Nothing scary about that, CPAP right? CPAP machines. In some ways, it's intuitive to use new AI technology to improve on things like CPAP or BiPAP machines. A lot of people suffer from sleep apnea. Well, to some people, including a f- quite a few fans of dark humor, the idea of machines watching you sleep is just outright creepy. Take a look at smart pillows, for example. That will gently nudge your head in different directions. Uh, it can oh. be connected to your smartphone. As long as their careful solicitations are doing good, everything is cool. But what if the pillow starts doing things that you wouldn't sign off on if you were awake? It was sort of choking you, dude. Apply that concern to any technology that we use to monitor or assist us in sleep. Eight, number two, AI and simulated pain. Much has been made of the application of AI to pain management. Well, what about the opposite? Using AI to simulate pain through a person's central nervous system. If you're wondering where this would be applicable to commerce and industry, it's in the gaming market. 
We're getting so close to virtual reality gaming where people are running around in virtual environments. So some companies are starting to pioneer things like direct heat applications and certain types of impact that will cause a physical response when the player gets shot or stabbed during gameplay. Things that are likely to happen to players in a, in a whole host of modern shoot 'em up games. So if you're if you're the speculative type, you can probably see where this is going. There are lots of ways that these technologies could go overboard and lead to some pretty scary and nefarious AI applications. <sighs> Self driving vehicles, Tesla's already, already doing that. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. My buddy Bridge got that Tesla. Is it? Is, does he have the autonomous one? Hell yeah, we be driving and just. Fucking pull his phone out, send a little quick text message, talk to me, have his little legs crossed and everything. I'm like, really? damn, bro, this is crazy. Yeah, computer chip that, implants. You know what? I feel like that uh, self-automated driving, I mean, it's kind of good and bad, but you know I think it's bad? Because uh, a lot of people are getting away with DUIs, dude. Oh, hell yeah. But is it a DUI, though, if the car is driving for you? That's what I'm saying. But you're not going to get pulled over. I know, but so it's it's not a DUI technically, right? Well, if you don't get pulled over, you never find out if it does a good job. That's what I'm saying. The cop will never know. Does the car back itself up and everything? Yeah, I can do all that. So it's not DUI then because you're not driving under the influence. You're sitting under the influence. They're going to have to change it. They can get you a a DUI for sitting on the car at a park. And if the keys are somewhere in the car, you're a DUI. That's true. They only have to assume that you were driving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. But that's crazy, dude. His AI is getting out of hand, dude. Russian robot escapes lab. You think that's true? No. That's like, reminds me of one of those little magazines you used to see back in the day when you're in the line at Vons or something from the National Enquirer. Yeah. It'd be like Ronald Reagan found alive in Santa Barbara. Or some random stuff. I have this bitch in my house. Google Alexa. Amazon. Google isn't the only company with its fingers in the robot assistant pie. One of the bigger sellers is Amazon Alexa. The Echo. She can play music, set alarm, make lists, and surf the web for you. But in the years since its launch, homeowners have been reporting unusual behavior from their electronic assistants. Impulsive online purchases, playing music loudly. Fuck that. I have the Google Chrome. It works all right, but I don't use it. I use maybe once a week. Even misrepresenting a child's command as, request, as a request for pornography. Oh. I'm fucking breaking that thing. I, honestly, this, that thing man? was a present. They, but it, it's like a, the one we have is like a screen and it has a camera and she, my wife uses it to talk to her family in Texas. Uh-huh. But if that shit happens, I'm breaking it in half. Creepiest of that. all is a separate account. That's, that's some Dan Snyder stuff, dude. Uh, sporadic yet unprompted laughter. Hell no. Imagine you're sleeping in the middle of the night already scared and the thing starts laughing. I'll fucking break it, dude. I'm good, dude. Some users are also concerned about who can see the information of it. It seems we're still a few years away like Tony Stark. Who knows, man, with that Patriot Act, the past, they can they say everything's fair game. That's why Snowden put them on blast. Chinese robot injures man. Self-driving car crash. That, those happen a lot. Microsoft, Microsoft Nazi chatbot. Oh, see, that's what should be canceled. Sophia wants to destroy humans. Oh, I've seen that. Have you seen that video? No. That video is interesting, dude. What is it? That video is old. Sophia wants to destroy humans. But what is it? What's the Sophia? It's a robot. It's an AI robot. Kind of like um, Amica? Yeah. And she says that she wants to... Is it just as sophisticated as Amica? A little bit. She's old. She's She's been out for a while. Oh, I've seen it. 
Yeah. I haven't seen the video, but I've seen that for sure. Watch. She looks like fucking Newsom's aunt. What's her name? Well, she says she wants to. Do you want to destroy humans? Please say no. Okay, I will destroy humans. Do you want to destroy humans? Please say no. Okay. She looks like a Nancy Pelosi, dude. Yeah. Look. I cannot tell you exactly, but I guess brown. Look how she's registering. Look. That's weird how she's thinking about it. He should ask her, what's my gender? Shit. That'd be a good one, huh? That's something I don't think she could even understand. She'd be like, nowadays. That's crazy, dude. I don't know. That shit's really scary, dude. Too scary. Yeah, Sophia was like the angry robot. She's got a bunch of Sophia's and Amica's delivering stuff. Nah, dude, it's weird. Oh, my God. That would be so strange. Open the door. Hell no. Dude. They're going to talk like the good doctor, dude. Oh, I know, man. I, I That's a pretty good show, huh? Yeah, it's not bad. But yeah, man, that's pretty scary, dude. That's a, it's an interesting world that we're living in. And I never thought iRobot would ever come to fruition. He called it, man. He called it. But dude, Canelo Ryder this weekend. Canelo uh, on Saturday, right? Yeah. So what time does that play on Pacific, on Pacific time since they're in, in fucking Guadalajara? I don't know. Let me I think see. It's a, it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's a two-hour time difference. Yeah, I don't even know who's on the card, though. That's what I don't like about boxing these days. It's like the undercards are such ass. That's what I don't like either, dude. And is it going to be like local Mexican fighters or is it going to be, you know what I mean? I hope so, dude. You're going to get your best bet out of that. That's what I don't know. It's going to be hard to watch the undercards when you have such great UFC fights going on. Oh, my God, dude. The UFC fights this week are going to be crazy. I was kind of thinking, like, if I hopefully end up watching it. Then I'm just gonna UFC. That's what me and my brother do. We just watch only watch the main event on boxing. Yeah, that's what we do. We watch the UFC first, and then. What do you you think about some people speculating he's gonna retire? I don't think so at all. Canelo, Canelo, he's not gonna retire. I've seen. I've seen like he already said that he's he's gonna box another three four years. I've seen. I've seen two pretty major TikTok pages. Oh, boxing TikTok's ass, dude. Like I wouldn't be surprised, but. He, like, he already said he's not retiring until he's 30. And again, they're doing it for the views. 36, he said. I don't think he's retiring until he gets that before rematch. So there's a, the undercard. There's Julio Cesar Martinez versus Ronald Batista. Flyweights, that's great. WBC flyweight title, that's good. They're going to be swinging, Two dude. Mexicans, dude, I love that. What the hell, bro? That's it? No. No, no, no. There's more, but I just don't like, like. Uh, Alexander Golzadik versus Rick Car- Rickards Bolotniks. Light heavyweights? Oh, that, that could be interesting. Gabriel Golaz Valenzuela versus Steve Sparks. Super lightweight. 
That could be good, too. Little weights in boxing or get down, Yeah, dude. they're just swinging, dude. So just 200 cards? Yeah. I think Montana Love was fighting, too, I think. You know how I want to see fight again is uh, Nico Ali Walsh, dude. He's not bad. I like him. He's like 8-0 or something now, right? Yeah, he's uh, Muhammad Ali's grandson, I think. So is he, is he super middle or is he? Um, No, uh, I think he's. Or welter? I think he's 155. No, he's one. is he 155? I think he fights he's at 155 or or he fights in Canelo's way. He fights at 168. I think he's super middle. I think so. Let's check. Let's check it out. He's either super middle or Nico. He's not big. He's not. He's not big Ali. enough yet to be cruiserweight, but he has that size to be cruiserweight. What weight is he? He's a middleweight. Yeah. He fights like a one, like you're saying, like one sixty two around there. Yeah. What does he want to fight at? What weight? Hey, he's a middleweight. One, two, what uh, doesn't say, huh? Yeah, he's still he's still got. So he's six foot. He could do cruiser. Yeah, he's he's got he's, he's got, got the frame for now. it too. He's fighting a bunch of little. He's building up right now. I didn't fight anybody good yet. But I mean, Aiden knows pretty good. I think that's what he is, right? Yeah, but you know, he's he's padding his record right now. Yeah, because if you're starting out when the mid one sixties, he's got. What do you think? Cruise weight eventually, or maybe maybe end up at one seventy five. I don't. I don't think he'll go that heavy. His frame's too small. Six foot though, but his frame's too much gear. You think, I, I don't think he'll get that far. You think he could do one seventy five? I don't think so. I think I think the heaviest still stays probably that. Um, maybe, maybe, but I doubt it. I don't think he'll go into. There's two big guys up there. They're, the guys Bivol. are too big at light heavyweight. Bivol's up there. Better BF's up there. Anthony Yards up there. I, I I doubt it, dude. Maybe once they retire, maybe fill that void. But, dude, the UFC is going to be fucking crazy, dude. Um, I, I know the early prelims are going to be good. But even on the prelims themselves, dude, I mean, Rolando Bedoya is on that shit. He's, he's a Andre, fucking savage. Andre Canceled. Drew Dober. That. Drew Dober's on that shit with Matt Frevola. And the prelim, he's, it's the featured prelim. And, dude, oh, my God. Bryce Mitchell pulled out. That shit Why do they cancel so many? Well, Charles Oliveira again. Yeah, he pulled out. Then uh, Bryce Mitchell pulled out because he had a back injury. This fool's over here riding bulls or something. You saw him or horses. Yeah, Oliveira. But dude, I'm I'm kind of interested to see Cron Gracie fight uh, Charles Jordan. That's gonna be a good fight, dude. Oh, for sure. Just Air, Andrade though. Air Air um, Air Jordan, dude, and then Diego Lopez is fighting. Um, Evolev, which was the set to be the, the 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 main event, that Diego Lopez get dude, don't sleep on him. Then um, Jessica Andrade, of course, is always fun to watch. That Gilbert Burns and Bilal Muhammad fight, I don't know, dude. I don't even know how that's gonna go. I, I it depends how Bilal Muhammad wants to fight, but Gilbert Burns is a people pleaser, so I know he'll that give sh- us. That should be a good fight. It depends. It but, depends what Bilal Muhammad. I was, I was just about to say, it depends on Muhammad. Yeah, if he goes out there wrestling, it'd be boring. Yeah, say if he wants to grapple or just actually takes him to the chain, which I don't think he wants to from Burns. But Aljamain Sterling and Henry Cejudo, that fight's going to be interesting, dude. So I'm just excited to see Cejudo back in there, see what Triple C's got going on. Me too, dude. That'd be so can... cool, dude, if he fucking, if he busted Jordan and shit, he goes in there and he just starts 
took three years off and comes in there and busted Michael Jordan, fucking comes back straight to the top. See if he can cash those checks, he's talking about, huh? John Bones Jones fucking did it. Easily, too. He's one of the champ champs, so we'll see. Triple C. He's always hanging out with fucking the other big boy. What's his name? Uh, Cormier? Yeah, he's always hanging with fucking DC. So it's going to be interesting, man. So Canelo Ryder, um, I think... I think Canelo will Tony put him. Walker's fighting on this one. No, that was for next week. Yeah, that was next week. Um, Canelo Ryder. I think Canelo finishes him in the sixth or the seventh. Um, John Ryder did good against Callum Smith. Arguably, a lot of people think he won. I personally think he beat Callum Smith. Um, it was an interesting. How big is John Ryder? By ten. Some around there. They call him the gorilla because he. Why he, is that? Because he he can lift a lot of weight. He's a vanilla gorilla. He's a, he's a, he can, he's a, he's a, he's Is he at, from the UK? Yeah. Okay. I fuck, I don't like the way they fight over there. Nah, they, they're weird. They're, they got boxers, you know? But, um. He's 37, bro. Yeah. He beat Daniel Jacobs. That's what everyone's going to say to He's 37. Why wouldn't he beat him? He's a mandatory. He's got it. He has to fight him to, to not, or else he's going to have to vacate his belt, which he's not going to do. Southpaw. Nothing unusual for Canelo. He's ranked third in the world. He's number one in the UK, and it's his it's his it's his shot. He's thirty four, so he's about the same age as Canelo, right? Yep. Canelo's thirty four, right? He's five nine. Yeah, Canelo's thirty three. So they're the same size. So he, he, yeah, a lot of people thought that he beat Callum Smith, even though he they gave him Daniel, Daniel Jacobs. He beat Daniel Jacobs. Yeah, by split, but that shit was too close. So he's fought some good fighters. Yeah, he, he lost his Rocky Fielding, which a lot of people thought he won. Yeah, like you're saying, like the ones that stand out, like Jacob, Smith, Fielding. Those yeah. are all solid fighters. He I got think. smoked by Billy Joe Saunders, but Billy Joe Saunders was fucking was 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 uh they were both kind of young at that time. And Billy Joe's not that bad. No. That was a long time ago. It was like twenty thirteen, so but I don't know. There was a lot of people who thought he beat Callum Smith. And that was a good fight for him because Callum Smith was dangerous at that time. Yeah. Everybody thought he was the one that was going to be Canelo. A lot of people don't like talking about that shit, but, you know, it, like, David Feitelson, fucking, you know who that is? No. You know who David Feitelson is? Ay, pero por favor, Canelo. ¿Qué vas a hacer, Canelo? La gente no quiere mirar eso. Oh, the guy always talking shit on him? Yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking That's about. That's David Fight, He on fucking... his little stool and his little suit always fucking putting him down. Yeah. I like David Fight, this one for certain things. Like, when it comes to the Selección Mexicana, I love how blunt he is. But there's just certain shit that he has no sh- no yeah, clue what he's talking like about. Canelo's like this fucking run-of-the-mill fucking, you know, he's a legend. He's like, he's like the Mexican Stephen A., I was just I was about to say that, but I didn't say because I can't remember his name. Yeah, he's he's like the Mexican Stephen A. Um, but I think I think Canelo. A lot of people are sleeping on Ryder, but um, I think Canelo will take a while. He'll 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 calculate. He'll box him up beautifully, and then he'll fucking finish him and in I the sixth like, or seventh I body like, shots. I feel like Canelo's going to beat him either way, but I feel like just for the sake of just for the sake of public relations, because you know people are unrealistic. I think he needs that knockout now. Don't you think? Because everyone's like, oh, he can't knock no one out anymore. He's not the same fighter he used to be. He's super cautious. He's just like Mayweather. You well, know? he's a boxer. That's something you get, you've heard that too. Huh? People he's a like, boxer puncher. Yeah, but people are like that now. They're like, he doesn't risk anything. 
Like, why would he? Why, why would he? So he can fucking. He's an accomplished boxer, living legend. So he can talk like Fernando Vargas? Or so he could go out like. Se le pegue la lengua? So no, he could man. go out like fucking the greats, like fucking Roy Jones and them? For what? I, I, I personally. he uh, Here's what pisses me off, boo. It's like people wanted a fucking Mexican to be the face of boxing. Canelo's the face of boxing. I don't give a fuck what they say. He's the cash king. He's the face of boxing. Y hay tanto pinche malinche. Yep. Our saying. own people. That's what Talking I'm shit. They wanted a face, a Mexican to be the face of boxing, and now you got one? Y todos los malinchistas just talking shit. And then when he wins this fight, which is in order to be like, well, no, yeah. es que ya está viejo. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he beat him? Es que le echan puro malo. That's who yeah, they yeah. have in the weight class. Check this out. He, dude, he has so much shit. Looks like Dwight, dude. I agree with that to an extent. Um, that is the best fight for him at the division. But I personally think that Canelo will box him up and fucking mop him up with the boxing. Yeah, I say eight rounds of four Canelo. That would be my finish. No, I think he'd beat him. So split, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Decision eight rounds of four. I think they'd give. Yeah, I think I'm Benavides were in some rounds here and there, just trying to figure out. Golovkin gave the blueprint to beat Canelo in the first fight, in my opinion. That might be a hot take, but in my opinion, if you have Canelo winning the first fight, I'm not mad at you. But if you have Golovkin winning the first fight, I'm not mad at you either, because he gave he gave the blueprint. The blueprint is to pressure, pressure, and you have to have a chin. Yeah, you have to have a chin to go against that man because he's gonna hit you. He's accurate. He's gonna hit you, and if you have a chin and you keep pressuring, you're gonna give him a bad night. Like Bivol. Good yeah. thing is Bivol doesn't hit very hard. Yeah, I you know, know. I'm sure he hits hard, but like you know I think I mean? he does. I think Canelo's chin's really underrated. Oh, it's got to. Yeah, he's got to have that chin on him. I think. I think Canelo's chin's really underrated. I mean, the size of his. Have you seen the size of his neck? Yeah, and then all the exercises, all the years. Yeah, I, I think Canelo's chin's boxing underrated. For like Twenty years, right? Long time, dude. I yeah, mean, you can't fights. condition your brain, but I mean, it's just he's been hit before, dude, and it's just. I don't know. I think we're going to see a, a Canelo at a boxer puncher with against John Ryder, but I still think he'll finish him in the seventh or in the. Did I say sixth to seventh? Sixth or seventh, and, and I and I said ninth. Yeah, 
Maybe seventh or eighth, but I think sixth or seventh. And he'll finish him with body shots. Yeah, because I think he'll And find, it'll be a TKO. The ref will stop the fight. I think he'll find his range by the third round. And then I think he'll pick up on trends by the fifth, you know? Start setting traps. Yeah, a lot of feints. A lot of going yeah. to the body. A lot of um, a lot of going to the body. And once he sets up the body, he'll start going to the top. And then... And they're the same height, too. Yeah. Well, Canelo's smaller. I think he's isn't is Canelo five seven. Like I said, he was five nine. He's five nine, but isn't Canelo five seven? Five eight. With boots on. <laughs> no, I think I think he's five eight. Yeah, he's five eight. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so an inch—that's nothing crazy. No, that could be a haircut. Yeah. That could be the heel and the shoe that he wears that night. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens because so once Canelo wins this fight, because I'm pretty sure he is. What does he do after that? Is that, it Benavides? It depends. I, I know he wants to or go does after. Bivol give him the fight back. I, I I know he wants to go after, um, Bivol. B, Dimitri Bivol, and Bivol even said that he'll fight him at one sixty eight. For all the belts, right? Yeah, because Bivol's fought in one sixty eight, but he's so dead set at fighting him on um at one seventy, at one seventy four, and it's because that's that's. Honestly, it's our fault, dude. Because if he fights him at 168, it was claro. Yep. And su peso lo, lo desinflató. Lo bajó a su peso. But it's like, I think he should take it because Bevol's the one getting froggy and saying, I'll fucking fight you at 168. Take it. Why yeah. not? Take it. He's the one saying he wants to fight you there. And it's like, if you lost, well, you fucking agree, dummy. Yeah, because six, being six pounds is a lot when you're an athlete. Especially in boxing, when you're sub twelve percent body fat and, six, and you had six pounds of your frame, especially in boxing too. Weight and boxing is a big deal. That's why it, you get penalized. If, you, if so he weighs bad. in at one seventy four and he's hydrated, you got to think he's probably out there one eighty. Canelo, at least. Yeah, you that's why I want to see. Probably, the, I want to see the Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis again with no rehydration clauses at one forty. I don't think you'll fight him at one forty because if you let that kid go up there and rehydrate. I mean, according to the Showtime epilogue, it seems like there was an issue with Ryan Garcia's rib. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much of that. Dude. I don't know how much of that was was a show. That's what we were going to talk about, too. You guys get thinking about that. Joe Joe Goosen. So it's real, right? It's real. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, because I follow so many pages. Sometimes I get like these recommended pages and they're like bullshit. Bro, didn't I tell you what kind of advice is that? I go back to the last episode. What kind of advice is that? Don't worry, Ryan. You'll know when to pressure. You'll know when to pressure. Motherfucker, I'm not looking for you to tell me what I what my instinct should be. Tell me what you saw. Tell me what you see. You're my coach. You're I'm in here fighting, but you're watching the fight from an outside perspective. Yeah, the coach should be watching him more than he's watching you. Dude, if you watch, he's going to go back. I have a feeling. I have a feeling he's going to go back to Canelo team, which would be fantastic. Or Freddie Roach. Eh, maybe. You think he's coaching anymore? I, I think he is. He definitely is. But I just don't think that's a good fit for him. I think the Canelo team is a good fit for him. I think so, um, too. Because if Can- because if Eddie Reynoso can't get him to, to do head movement, nobody's going to. No. I feel like he could go there, or I feel like Robert Garcia would be a fantastic pick for him, yep. too. And it's in California. It's only an hour drive from him. Yeah, like Joel With Diaz. No traffic. There's Joel. There's Joel Diaz. I don't think that would be a good pick because 
No. He, Joel Diaz doesn't teach a lot of head movement, uh, and he teaches like more, power punching. I was say more brute. He's more of a brute. Yeah, he teaches a lot of power. He teaches boxing. He does teach boxer punching, but leans more on power and stuff. But like, I think Robert Garcia. Robert Garcia has such a balanced style. Like Virgil Ortiz is a fucking savage, dude. That'd be a good one. Virgil Ortiz is a savage. Mikey Garcia always had a good style. Uh, Marcos Maidano, when he had him, he did good. Who just fought this weekend? Someone just fought, I think, the weekend before. I don't know. We went car shopping. And then uh, someone, Carlos Balderas, went up and said, we're next. Fuck Carlos Balderas. Who was it, though? Who was it? Sorry. I don't like that kid, dude. That fucking kid disappointed the fuck out of me. Because, dude, he's on a tear. And he's doing okay fighting tomato cans. And then, of course, he gets a little bit of mustard. Oh, I can fight Canelo. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I can take Canelo. And and he meets um, Edgar, um, the guy who's from, from Golden Boy. I forgot his name. It's like, uh, what's his name, man? He helps, he helps Richard Schaefer. Uh-huh. Richard Schaefer. And then he gets all this elevated ego. And then he gets fucking his ass beat by fucking Porky Medina. He gets yeah. slept. Who did he? he got slept by Porky. Who the fuck is Porky Medina, bro? I don't know. Exactly. Nah, Porky Medina fought David Benavidez. He's fucking, there's levels to this shit, bro. I apologize. I don't give a fuck if he's local, but there's levels to it, dude. And he, uh, you should see the fight between David Benavides and Porky Medina. It's pretty bad. Oh, dude. He fucking made him. Oh, dude. Watch. Carlos Valderas. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. No, uh, even worse, dude. Rene Teles Giron. Who the fuck is that? Couldn't get up. Dude, he got slapped, bro. I'm trying to figure out who it was. He said he wanted next, though. I don't know. I don't even follow this kid, dude. I forget his name. Why does Boxrec do that? I don't know. Boxrec is a trip. What was I going to say? Oh, I was going to bring up the 140. So so Ryan's going to 140, right? Yeah. Isn't that what Tail went up to? Tail, yeah. And there's another person at 140 as well. Uh, Who else is at 140 now? So that continues to be stacked, dude. The 140 as well. Yeah. I mean, I hope this kid kind of, I hope this Carlos Balderas kid really pulls it together. He's been doing good ever since that loss. Yeah, but the opponents, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's levels to this shit. So, what's his record now? Four, I don't know. It's like 14 and 1 or... 14 and 1. That's pretty good. Yeah. But, I don't know. He's not... He's not. Um, so, he's won five times uh, post-loss? Yeah. But he's he's not... Um, Como te diré? He's not breaking the plane, dude. Like, he's not on anybody's radar. Mm-mm. Other than, I I mean, it sounds like he's on yours. I mean, I'm not, I'm not on mine. I think mine. once he gets to like 25, he'll probably get a good fight with someone. I hope so, dude, because he's not on my radar, but I know he's Oh, I think, I think Raleigh Romero's at 140 now. That's what I'm thinking about. 
Rolly Romero, so you yeah. Got Romero, Lopez, and Ryan Garcia at that weight class. That would be a good match. I think either one of those would be an interesting fight for Garcia. For just, Ryan? Just to get some more steam going. I think the tail fight would be interesting. What do yeah. you think? Maybe. It depends. I mean, the way the way Tio looked against George Campozos, I wouldn't want to see him get clipped by Ryan Garcia or Tank Davis. No. But I feel like he's recovering. Tao, he's won, I think, two fights since. Maybe. I need to see him fight and see what happens to, to, to get a good. I need to see him fight. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen to him, dude. To be honest. The tail? Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of like building his name up in the 140. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of one of my favorite. I don't know why I've always been partial to him. He has charisma. But anyways, I just want to clarify one thing with the Carlos Baldera situation. I know I went heavy at him, but it just made me so mad, dude, that we had somebody local, and then he started getting all this fucking ego, and then his dad too was inflating him, and then like we finally have somebody from our area that's making it. And you start getting inflated just because you fucking conversated with Richard Schaefer. You're putting all your stipulations. Okay, I can be Canelo. He can no sé qué. And you get fucking knocked out by this random Mexican dude. This random. You got to wait at least 20 fights in. Oh, my God, dude. No sé qué le pasó, güey. He just started, like, he just started getting, like, fucking. Well, see, I, I think if he makes it a 20 and 1. But uh, you know who else is good as the Vargas. The Vargas sons are pretty good so far. They're not bad. They're not bad, yeah. They're they're barely starting. I think one's like eight and zero already, doing good. Yeah. I want to say the oldest one is doing really good. I think the one below him is doing good. But I noticed, like, when I watch small highlights, he takes a lot of shots, though, dude. Who a does? A lot. The younger one. I want to. I don't know which one's which. I forget. There's like an older one and a younger one, right? They're both professional. Yeah. The older one I think is pretty good, but the one below him, he takes a lot of shots, dude. He keeps winning, but he's taking a lot of shots. Yeah, David Benavides tightened up his defense. He was he 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 was getting clipped a little bit. I think he had to for Plant. Not that Plant hits hard. He always he had crazy hard, but I think just Plant kind of has that speed, you know. So he was like, a lot of people like saying that he had no defense, but I saw a lot of his fights too. Like he he showed a lot of good defense. Like when he fought the dog Anthony Durrell, there was a couple shots that caved in, but Durrell wasn't bad, dude. Just people don't understand. Caleb Plant slept him. It was a beautiful shot, and but, it was set up beautifully. But, but that was a dog, dude. He was all right. Yeah, it's hard. Too. There, there was a while, yeah, that he was he was on a tear. Um, he fought. Um, he got he 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 had great de- defense too against Jaylen Love, who at one point was like Mayweather's fucking prodigy, and he thought he was gonna do something. Then uh, David Benavides shot his ass down, but it's. Yeah, it's interesting, dude. The boxing scene is kind of ramping up again. Um, so we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I, I'll, I'll take Canelo uh, uh, TKO, and it'll come from body shots. It'll start from body shots, maybe even down him with a body shot. That'll be the beginning of the end. I say it finishes somewhere between six and eight. What do yeah, you say? I'm taking the ninth round TKO. With Canelo, I think it. Uh, I think he just. I don't think he'll make a count. It'll get to like seven, and the ref will just start waving his hands off. That's a good prediction. Round nine. Yeah, man. I say. I say that's a good episode, bro. I loved it, dude. That was a good one. All right, man. Well, let us know your guys' picks. 
Alonzo's going to go on his Instagram, and I'll probably share it to my story as well. And we'll have some nice little polls for you guys. Hit those polls. Give us your guys' thoughts on some of those questions. And once again, we appreciate you guys so much for staying with us and uh, coming along for the ride. And then, like always, we're brought to you by Five Star Junk Removal. Make sure to give us a call. Help you with all your needs. 805-769-7796. Or go ahead and just do a quick Google search. Junk Removal near me. We're bound to pop up first or second. But yeah, man, I'm... That's all I got for them today. How about you? That's it, baby. Use that code PRO10 to get $10 off your first load. Thank you, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Out.